0: Welcome to Emerge Mobile First. I'm your host, Jordan Bryant. Here at Emerge Mobile First, we're unlocking the insights, trends, and resources driving the latest in business innovation. If you are new to the podcast, Rapid Fire Friday is more of a quick hit list of some of the key resources our guests use in their day-to-day. And to get the full list of all the resources we've compiled from all the interviews to date, head over to www.emergemobilefirst.com and select the Get Free Resources button and we'll send you access to the constantly updated list of resources from all of our guests. All right, now let's get to this week's resources from this week's featured guests, and here's a quick intro and recap of who we're talking to. Kyle DuFord is a former magazine editor with a focus on the outdoor and sports industry. Kyle has successfully merged design, sales, and best practice into his e-commerce career. His knowledge of the space and how it relates to e-commerce is unparalleled, growing many brands e-commerce businesses year over year, for the likes of Keen, Chrome Industries Now, and Spec Products. Initially running U.S. e-commerce for Dr. Martens, Kyle is now the global digital VP, focusing on growing Dr. Martens' emerging markets through innovation and tried and true digital best practice. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. The first question, what is your definition of innovation? (laughs)
1: Uh, I think what I told you a couple months ago holds true, and that is, being the first one uh, through the brick wall who's successful. Uh, I think we're constantly innovating ourselves, our product, um, our businesses, our consumers. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think innovation is it's just what defines us. I mean, every day I wake up and I need a new reason to, to, to be excited, you know, and, and, and that's, to me, that's innovative. So for us online, it's, it's really just doing something nobody else has done. You know, um, I will tell you, and it's rapid fire. I'd be remiss if I didn't tell you this. David Granger, the former editor of Esquire magazine, uh-huh. 17 years there. I do remember telling you this story. He used to say that he didn't want magazine articles in his magazine because anyone could write a magazine article. He wanted to do something that nobody else had done before because that's exciting. If you just look at what we do, we sell shoes online. Someone told me once, oh, you're just a glorified shoe salesman. I could just be that. We could all just be that. <laughs> But if we could do something that changes people's lives in a way that, it, that touches them, that enables them, going back to the brand, enables them to be something they always thought they could be or aspires to be or enables them to be rebellious in their own way, that could just mean wearing a pair of docks under a suit or a nurse wearing a pair of docks to work and feeling empowered, you know, whatever it is, that's cool. And that's different. And so I don't want magazine articles in my magazine. I want something
0: that no one has done before. That's innovation. So do you put more emphasis on the idea or the execution? And then how would you weigh each for the percentage and why? I I said earlier that I change
1: my mind all the time. I'm probably going to be completely different than I told you last time. (laughs) I mean, I think you need the idea, but if you don't execute it properly, I'd rather have a half-baked idea which is executed perfectly than a great idea that no one can execute. Because we all have great ideas. We all have these aha moments that you can't live up to. And then it's not really exciting. It's not really beneficial. I've made mistakes where we've had great ideas that we just can't get done because we don't have the time or the resources or the expertise even. But if you can execute that, that even somewhat good idea, but perfectly, that's good. So uh, <laughs> I'm so nervous that you, <laughs> you have the old percentage in your head. Uh, I'm going to say 40, 60. I'm going to say okay. Yeah,
0: 30 to 40 to 60 to 70. I think it's mostly execution. Sure. And then on your long journey so far, yeah. Uh, what has been your biggest learning lesson?
1: My biggest learning lesson in my long journey is that there's not a day that goes by that I'm not surprised by somebody I work with or just met. And that's being open to that is, uh, is super important. I like to know what I know. But I love being surprised by people, either somebody on our crew who does something that's just wow, or meeting somebody who knows something that you don't, or reading something that is, I mean, that's, that's cool. And I, I can say that now at almost 43, I wouldn't have said that even at 40 or 35 or anything that, that there's some really good people. And if you can, if you can open yourself up to what people have to offer, that's been, that's been the biggest it's been a hard lesson to learn, unfortunately, but when you, when you do do that, most
0: everyone you meet has something awesome to give you. So, um, I think that's, I think that's it. So you said never a day goes by. So what's the thing you learned today? What's the exciting thing today? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, the day isn't over. Oh, okay. Okay. You haven't, you haven't learned it yet. So you're to um, step up your game a little bit over there.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be honest. We had a, we had a meeting this morning before I came over here kind of, um, looking at our holiday strategy from just a couple months ago and understand where we're going to go forward. And, and even in that, just, just hearing people's perspective, we had everyone in the room for all the channels and plus all the support staff from marketing and finance. And it's just people's perspective. And you have to be open to what, what people interpret. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a very narrow worldview. I know that. And I know that's one of my strengths and one of my weaknesses. And so so learning how other people perceive what you do is, is huge. So, well, it might not be a, a very tangible thing I learned today. Uh, understanding how your decision or a group's decision affects other parts of the business. I mean, that's, that's, a, big, that's a big thing. And yeah. So you walk away from that always humbled, always sometimes angry, you know, sometimes angry at your own mistake. But, yeah, I mean, anyone in our business has to, has to know that the business is going to change a week from now. Three months from now, a year from now, it might be unrecognizable. And if you're not willing to learn from others, I mean, I'm at a point now where the, the folks that are coming up underneath me, just in the industry, not even just on our own team, although that's true as well, they're starting to learn a lot more, a lot more quickly than I ever did. And you have to be open to that. We got young folks on our, at our agencies. We have, um, we have people who are just out of college and now they're starting to teach e-commerce in college, which is beyond me because I was one of the first guys who, who was like, you know, what does this button do? And, and now it's just like, oh. Oh, I invented a new way of showing you the button. don't even <laughs> know what it does. You know, it's like, and you have to be open to that. Yeah. And that's, that's the exciting part. And it, it'll keep me
0: young by staying on their heels rather than the other way around. you know who uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson is? Of course. Yeah. So one of my favorite quotes, every man that I meet is my superior in some way. And I learned from him. I was just having a conversation with somebody. It's funny mm-hmm. you mentioned that about, um, about Thoreau
1: and Emerson, the transcendentalists and, yeah. and how. Yeah. And how, you know, the, the whole, you know, transcendental movement and, you know, Walden Pond and the, the whole idea of having this kind of, you, you know, perfect, you know, utopia. Um, it really is what we're trying to do in e-commerce. Yeah. We're really trying to get to a point where we're creating a perfect buying experience um, to enable people to just come, be, be who they are, order from wherever they are, get it shipped to wherever they are or wherever they will be and get whatever they want. And it's just, it really is the perfect utopia of shopping. And, uh, so it's funny you bring that up because I'm a big fan of Emerson,
0: Emerson and Thoreau. Yeah. Yeah. I, I studied a little bit of that in college, back to the Transcendental Movement. That's where I, I learned the word sublime. That's one of the things I remember from college. Yeah. Sound your barbaric yacht while you're at it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how about, uh, a couple of your favorite
1: business related books? Hands down, Gary Erickson, the founder of Cliff Bar, wrote a book called Raising the Bar. Hmm. And, uh, it's a story about how he founded the company, uh, named it after his father, At the time, there was only Power Bar and then this new thing called Cliff Bar, grew the business, was about to sell it for $120 million and decided at the last minute, right before he was going to literally walk in and sign the papers, the lawyers were in the room, the buyers were in the room, decided not to. He immediately got sued by his partner for half of that amount, decided to stick with it and uh, ended up changing not just the outdoor world, the adventure world, the nutrition bar world the organic world, and the business world by how he treats employees, by how the, the, the amenities he provides to people, by the ingredients he puts in his products, by the fact that he made a women specific bar, a children specific bar. The guy to me is, is, uh, is a great philanthropist, a person, and his book is a, a definite, definite worthwhile read. Um, and the other one is, um, I forget his name, unfortunately. He used to be he used to be the president of Chrome Industries, who I was at. I, I worked there after he was there, uh, then founded American Giant, another uh, digital vertical brand. Right. Um, he, he wrote a book called I Love That Fucking Company. It's an expensive book. It's about 20 bucks. If you can find it, you can find it on Amazon. It's only about an eighth of an inch thick, but it talks about how, in the post-Amazon age, how traditional retailers are competing with digital verticals. It's, a, it's an absolute must-read for anyone in our
0: business. Awesome. We'll definitely link to those in the show notes so everyone can check that out. Yeah, so. that sounds good. How about a, a couple of your favorite digital resources? I mean, you've already named a couple. Are there any other that you would recommend or actually that you would like to recap here in the rapid-fire round? Just digital
1: resources. I mean, Internet Retailer is great. Drapers is great. I mean, I read those every day in the news that comes through. For me, it's, it's all uh, it's experience. So I learn the most by shopping online. I don't want to learn by what other people did through them. I want to go do it. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I shop all the time. We look at websites all the time in the office, things that people are doing, interesting landing pages, technologies, uh, HTML5 and what that's up to, new JavaScript, plugins, e- e- emails. You know, we look at everything. But, you know, we also shop online, and that's the biggest thing. Obviously, trends and industry news we want to we pull out, uh, you know, digital marketing news and those sorts of things. So. Are there a couple of brands or sites that you go to to kind of pull some of those? You know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the digital native vertical brands. Um, Bonobos, uh, I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Warby Parker. I think these are the hot ones at the time, but they're hot for a reason. Casper mattresses, uh, another great one. I mean, yeah. whoever thought you'd order a mattress from a website, have it delivered in a box, and then guaranteed for 100 days? It's like you know they've they've kind of disrupted that industry, and That's so price I, point too. It's amazing. Yeah. it's the same. That's interesting, but uh, all those folks are starting to then casper it, I don't think I have plans right now, but everyone else is really starting digital first and then trying to open up either a showroom or or bonobo's calls it their guide shop or, or stores and that to me is it's really interesting that's it's an interesting way of going you know they're not encumbered by traditional retails um, uh, inventory problems uh, or you know long term leases or any of that stuff and so it's an interesting model I, I love those brands because they when they're online, they can kind of do whatever they wanted and they do some really interesting stuff. So, so my last and favorite question. Yeah. I don't know if you remember. Oh yeah. What, what's my favorite app on my phone? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yes. uh, as a data guy, as an athlete, as a, as a, again, as a longtime cyclist, Astrava Strava is my, is my go-to app. Um, I use it to record. I, well, I use my whatever watch or, you know, tool I'm using Garmin or a Suunto device uh, to upload all my data to, uh, to Strava. I can compare my times uh, with people. I can compare my times against myself. To me, that's huge. That open source, meaning like they, they, they allow uh, these open APIs with anybody, people create an interesting ways to hook into that. Uh, that's awesome. And I'll my Starbucks app. I mean, order online, walk in and pick it up. You feel like a rock star, and, uh, and it's quick and easy. You know, load your card up. I mean, it's, it, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a great deal. So I open up those two every day. Of course, my Instagram, my Facebook, you know, right, right. things like that. Yeah, but, yeah. And I'm new to the Snapchat thing. Let's talk about Snapchat for a minute. Okay, because I, that. I don't understand it. And, uh, and I find it fascinating because now everyone's competing with one another. So you've got the live feed, you've got these snaps you can do with other
0: tools. Explain to me Snapchat. What do you think Snapchat is? So, a mobile guy. Do you know how you know, Facebook acquired Instagram and now it's kind of like an arms race between Instagram and Snapchat? Yeah. Yeah, so now everyone's just trying to go live. So I anticipate Snapchat going live here soon. Okay. But the premise of Snapchat is well it was first to market obviously and it was just to capture something in the moment and then you can send it right away. So that was the idea was to be just impulsive. So someone told me to tell me
1: and I don't know I just don't know. Yeah. Uh, I've got like two friends on it. I don't yeah. know how to even Send them anything, um, <laughs> okay. but someone told me it's either to send something really bold, like uh-huh.
0: you know, like, like X-rated, right? Maybe, yeah, or really funny. Is that true? Uh, I mean, I, I sometimes just have full conversations on Snapchat. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. And there's these things called Bitmojis. Yeah. Which I'll I'll give you the full tutorial yeah, on the way back. Yeah. All so right. these Bitmojis where you can make like a uh, like a cartoon of yourself and mm-hmm. like you can add them in there and there's always filters. So I would say. Snapchat really paved the way for personalized um, filtering of just reality. Uh, oh, yeah. that's a great way of explaining it. Yeah, so personalized and filter personalized and filter of reality. Yeah, let's let's write that one down, and we're going to. That's explainable. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And and then they're, how they're <laughs> monetizing is something new too. So it's an interesting
1: it's an interesting yeah. tool. I, yeah. I I could see. Uh, I know brands are using it. I think we started to use it a little bit. I have not check the social team, but it's pretty interesting to me.
0: Yeah. So um, so I, I do want to end with a couple things for you. Um, you know, one of the coolest things that you're working on that you want us to, to tune in on or, or follow up about? You know, one of the things that
1: we're doing right now, which is really exciting to me, is we're, we're enabling this, might not be of interest to people in the United States, but to me it's fascinating. We're opening up Europe in a way that has never been opened before for our brand. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we, we've looked at the data, we've looked at the people coming back and forth, what products they've purchased, whatever, and we're We're customizing the experience based on country. And while it's maybe table stakes and commonplace for other brands, because of the way we started as as mostly a wholesale business years ago, uh, we were a little bit more slow to adapt. And uh, I'm really excited about that because uh, it kills me that somebody in a particular market, say Italy, uh, can't shop in their native language, in their native currency and we can't give them that experience and again it goes back to that experience i know that's disrupted somehow because i can't meet them where they are Mm. so i'm excited about that because i think that'll it'll really just open up our business to people who have who have wanted to be part of it but either couldn't read the site or couldn't interact or whatever so not it's not super exciting maybe to the layman but to us it's a big move and that's that's one and then the other thing that's really exciting really for me is um well, I can't talk exactly what's happening. We are focusing on a particular market this year for digital marketing and, and the interesting concepts around that, whether it's same day delivery or messenger delivery, uh, things that we're just throwing out right now or a unique experience on the website if we know you're in that market, um, how you interact with the brand on the street, talking about things like Snapchat and things like you know, uh, digital placement recognition or mm-hmm. understanding where you are so we can provide an experience to you in in this particular market in a way that no other brand can. Um, working with videographers and photographers to, to tell and tell the story, and yet working with our operations team and our fulfillment team and, and even our own retail stores, where we're going to be opening up more retail stores, so we can really meet you any in any place of the city. It's going to be a really interesting project that in, that includes uh, the entire business and all departments, and that's is exciting because you know e-commerce is typically siloed they're kind of looked at as the evil guy uh sometimes the 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 fastest growing evil guy i should add but um i think in this case we're all on the same team uh to not do something great for e-commerce but to do great some, to do something great for the business and that's going to be pretty exciting so uh, i look forward to sharing that with you in about 6 to 8 months
0: awesome so for us to go and you know keep in touch about what are some of the changes that that doc martens is doing you Suggest just going right to the website, or other there a couple? Uh, of I mean, you sign up for our email.
1: I mean, okay. were you not paying attention? Oh, um, I, yeah, sign up for the e- audience. Oh, yeah, okay, <laughs> good, good, good. sign up for our email. Uh, you'll be informed um, based on where you are, what we're doing in in your area, and uh, yeah, it's going to be great. And and okay. besides that, I mean, great new product continuing to be launched. Our, our spring line started launching this month. It's going to continue the next couple months. Every every season, our product just gets better and better and better. The options and the offerings are, are massive. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you know if you don't think you're a Docs fan, I tell you to think twice because there's something for everyone. And awesome. it'll be great. So just go to
0: drmartins.com. Drmartins.com. Dr. And, uh, yeah. and we'll push you in the right place. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, thanks for the time. I appreciate you yeah. walking Thank down you. the street, hanging out. With of course. Yeah. Yeah. That concludes our Rapid Fire Friday for the week. Again, for a full list of the resources we've compiled over the interviews to date, head over to www.emergemobilefirst.com and select the Get Free Resources button. And we'll send you access to the full list of resources from all of our guests. Until next week, think mobile first.